The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a, pi- and a psychologist, <laughs> a psychologist, I love pie. Pie, I love pie. <laughs> a pieologist, that's Steve, <laughs> trying to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing tonight, resident pieologist? Well, I'll tell you, it's funny you say that, because when this posts, my birthday is tomorrow, and we get birthday pie for me. I don't get a birthday cake. I love pie. Believe it or not, my wife asked me tonight when your birthday was, and I told her I had no idea, and now that I know, I'm going to instantly forget. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Well, speaking of forgetful, we don't want to forget the listener questions, and they're pouring in, man. Yeah, it, it's kind of crazy. Apparently, we're up to like nine listeners now. We're getting out of control. But here <laughs> is the the email from one of them. Uh, this person writes, My husband, 30 years old, has been really depressed lately. I want to try to help him out and overcome it before baby number two comes. Still got a few months until baby comes, but his depression has gotten worse since uh, we got pregnant because of it being a surprise. I know part of it is because he is still in school to get his bachelor's. Had a late start because of being in the Navy. Is there anything I can do to help him through this state of mind he is in? I hope I gave enough information. All right, Steve, take it away. Oh, boy. (laughs) I feel for the guy. It's tough. I feel for her, too, because they are at a station in life. You're just past this station, but I'll bet you can remember this place, James, where you're young, you don't have any money. You have uh, kid number, uh, well, for you, like kid number 18 coming, but (laughs) you're kind of looking ahead thinking there are so many hard years ahead of me, it feels overwhelming. And I think that's where he's at. Like being in school, trying to work, he knows, and I think I've said this on the show before, when your kid is born, it hits you as a father, I can't die. Like that was a quote in the, the TV show Ozark. And I thought, oh my God, I'll bet every guy feels that way. I felt that way. Like, I can't die. My family needs me. And this guy feels the weight of all of that. The good news for him is it sounds like he's got a very caring wife, which is nice. Um, The thing to do to help him, though, I don't know anything you can do to help him other than, uh, boy, this is one of those station in life issues that I don't know I would try. I don't know that I would talk him out of being stressed because he sort of needs that stress to keep going right now. Stress does energize. We, we can't have zero stress in our life or we'd never get out of bed. We'd like be like those characters at the end of Wally that just kind of get uh, carted <laughs> around and eat and drink. And it's just hedonism. A little bit of stress gets you out. If you're not worried about getting fired or losing your house, you don't have to go to work, that kind of thing. And his stress might be the only thing keeping him up right that uh, that adrenaline kick he gets and however much coffee he's drinking to make it through the day to go to work and go to school and take care of one little one and know that another one's coming i don't know how to talk him out of that i will say if he needs a reprieve if you can grant him some safe parking spot in his life and say you don't have to be here all the time i can take care of the kids for an hour and you can go like uh, you, Jen, you play video games once a week with your friends. Like, I know your wife plays with you, but I think uh, with all your little ones, you sort of need that time just to decompress with your buddies and be a human being and a, and a, and a dude as well as a dad. Ooh, there you go. You got to be a dude and a dad. <laughs> and, I hate it when 
when you make up slogans live. That's going to be in a bumper sticker by tomorrow. <laughs> but I think th- there's nothing you can do about his life. Like, it, it, when you're 30, every guy who has kids has been there. It's a very difficult hump to get over. I, and I... You just got to kind of muscle your way through it and find your way. It may not be possible for him to get that parking spot before school is done, or maybe it is. You don't work 24-7. So if I were the wife, I would say give him a little respite. It doesn't have to be overbearing to where he gets weekends in Vegas with his friends, but just give him kind of a consistent time slot where he can unplug and just be him. And remember what it was like before kids and a mortgage and the Navy and a job and blah, 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 blah. So that would be my my suggestion. That would be my number one suggestion. All right. Well, I uh, I want to come in on the, on the similar lines. Uh, first of all, I have I have never felt like I couldn't die. I have always been one hundred percent expendable. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> We've got a redundant parenting system here for a oh, reason. Oh, I know you don't mean that. Oh, I know uh, depression's a you know a real hot touchy topic on the internet. And I think there's really kind of two di- different types of depression we're dealing with here. You've got like big D depression, like the cl- the clinical depression, the chemicals in the brain are off. You know, it, it, it's a lifelong condition. You always fight against it. And then there's the more circumstantial, man, everything is kind of against me right now. I am down yeah. right now because of these circumstances. And I think that's what we're really with here. This is the, It's the lighter, circumstantial kind of depression. Not that any kind of depression is, is lighter, but I think we've all felt the way this guy feels. And, and, and from that standpoint, I don't know you can talk him out of it, but you can maybe rest assured that we have all been there. I mean, first of all, you are not the first people in the world to have a surprise baby. This might yeah, shock that's you. Right. But that's I think, exactly right. I think about half to two-thirds of the human population came as a surprise. <laughs> I think that's why. I think that's why we evolved to have sex be fun, just so you get those extra surprise babies. Everybody who doesn't enjoy it, they don't have those surprise babies, and their bloodlines died out, you know, thousands of generations ago. So this is this is all part of the natural process. You also need to realize that there's never a good time to have a baby. I was even a cha- an entire chapter in my book. Like, you could wait and wait and wait and wait, and it will never come a point in your yeah. life where there's no stress, where everything's under control, where you have the right amount of money and the right amount of free time and the right amount of support to have a baby right then. There will always be complications. There will always be something else you could have more money to do. So it's just never going to happen. I mean, you're kind of, you know, your whole life you're running on a treadmill. And that, that's a depressing thought. But really, if you if yeah. you had, if you had waited five or ten years or whatever to have a kid, you would, he wouldn't feel any better about it. You, you wouldn't feel any less guilty or any less pressure. Then you worry, well, do we leave too much of a gap between our kids? Are we too old now as parents? You know, there's no matter when you have a kid, you're going to question yourself. So I think it's great that you have the kid now. They're kind of close together. And this isn't the first one. You've got that huge advantage there. You know what's coming, and maybe that's why he's depressed this time and not last time. I said, "Boy, I've done this before," but there is a lot of muscle memory there when it comes to kid number two, and this might be scary, but kid three or four, or wherever you end up. Uh, but it's it's really shockingly easy to shift shift right back into uh, to baby mode. It, it's it's like riding a bike, but with more poop. I mean, that that's really what it is. It just. <laughs> There's a slogan for you. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of bumper stickers coming out tomorrow. But really, before you even realize it, I mean, he's going to be in there changing diapers, doing all the stuff he did before, and, and it's going to be fine. And also right now, he's got the stress without the endorphins. So right now, all he has is the worry, but he doesn't have the offset of that where he has this super cute baby in his arms that looks right. like him and that he adores more than anything. And once that happens, I think it's going to balance out quite a bit. He's going to remember what it's all about. I mean, that's why babies are so cute in the first place. You don't kill them. I mean, that's the... You, 
you bond with them and then you're like, oh, okay, I guess I'll keep you around. I guess this is all worth it. And then they become awful toddlers and you're like, well, crap, it's too late. We've already bonded. I can't, I can't ditch you now. So that's, it, this is all, this is all very much part of the process. So, uh, so yeah, give them a break if you can, but also, you know, focus on yourself as well. You're the one who's pregnant here. You're uh, taking care of a kid already. You didn't say, you didn't say what your station in life is if you're working or pursuing any other goals as well, but you've certainly got plenty of stress as well. So make sure you don't internalize all of his stress and then make yourself miserable in the in the process. These kids are going to be best off if they have two mentally healthy parents. Uh, so just kind of keep that in mind. And please, please buy all these bumper stickers we're putting out because they will, they, will, they will bring you joy every time you, uh, every time you look at them. Uh, do you have any other advice for that, uh, Steve? Yeah, two things as you were talking, I, I thought of when she said, uh, have I given enough information? The, the only, there's two cautions that I'll throw out here. And uh, the fact that you said focus on yourself, it just sort of sounds like she might handle these things better than him as a person, like she's just got a little more resiliency. But I will say, if he has a family history of serious depression uh, or uh, substance abuse, I'd be a little more concerned to get him in to see somebody rather than just say, this is the way it's got to be for a while. And then secondly, this is the part of marriage that gets the roughest. And guys... Uh, this is a time when guys can drift, and I've seen it happen many times where it's another girl paying attention to you or sex, like those are remarkably reinforcing in the short term, and those can provide that little bit of relief. And so if he doesn't have that history of uh, bad, the, the capital D depression in his family tree and doesn't have substance abuse, I would say instead of him going alone, couples counseling might be a little better for both of you because you have to manage the marriage through all of this. That's the one thing that has to survive because the kids will grow and they'll become independent and kind of move on and get friends and lives and that's what you want. But at the end of the race, it's you two in the rowboat. So you've got to manage that relationship as well as you can during these stressful times too. Yeah, and the, as you know, you've already got one kid there. The stress is going to be around for, for quite a while. So, you know, the, the faster you can set those good precedents, uh, the better. And this is really um, where you go when, you know, you're still doing man-to-man -man, uh, defense, as I've had people put it before. You've still got one-on-one, -on -one, one parent per kid. One, once, you, once you get three kids and you have to switch to the zone defense, you know, the coordination really becomes crucial. But, you know, two is two is super manageable. So I think, I think you guys have got this. Well, if you would like to have your long-running relationship issued settled by a comedy writer and a pieologist, please send your question in to James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's exploding unicorn with the E. It doesn't have to actually be a marriage question. It can be boyfriend, girlfriend. It can be boss, employee, or any other kind of platonic relationship you want. And uh, we'll do our best to solve that in 10 minutes or less. Uh, this has been 10 minutes to save your marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.